adventurers, grab your weapons, but first, kiss your kin. The wilds call, a timeless brawl, now we roll for initiative, good and evil fighting for the win. Welcome to episode 15. Woo! Woo! 15. I think. Did I fuck that up? No, it's no, 15. No, it's 15. Yay, yeah, welcome yeah. to 15. 15. 15. <laughs> I was just thinking of how many hands at a sock I'd have to take off. Just what? be one, <laughs> one sock to count to 15. But Usi's missing a toe. Yeah. It would be the, it would be the I one where he was he had talking a about how 15 year olds use socks. But I, <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Why is it 15 year olds? Adam's 18. <laughs> well, it doesn't stop when you're 15. It's Check, like an ongoing thing until oh, yeah. at 15 keeps going up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Check his driver's the license. I don't think he's 18. Probably not. You know those wooden socks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still Gla- got those. The glass do- sock. Oh, man. Uh, let me Sorry. go around and introduce. Uh, well, they're going to introduce themselves. To my left tonight is. Oh, uh, hi. I'm not usually sitting here, but um, this is Rob. I'm playing Vera, the Hexblade Warlock. Oh, hello. Uh, this yeah, is Adam. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is different. Um, he was thinking about the socks. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm thinking about my sock at home. Um, this is Adam playing Pyrus. <laughs> is it an argyle sock? I, I just what, have like that's one. So fucked up. One literally just sock? left her house. Does it, 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 doesn't it have what? a name. Oh. <laughs> Her name's Deborah. There's <laughs> <laughs> actually drawn a little face on her. Yeah. Sewn <laughs> yeah. on some puppet. eyes. Sewn on some eyes. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. Okay, um, let's move on. I, hey, it's Kyle here playing Talking Milo. Talking to your mic, Kyle. Milo. Sorry. Hey, it's Kyle um, playing Milo here, and that's... That's really fucked up. So the so the audience doesn't know Adam's Adam's actually my nephew. So, um. so you haven't told him about keeping a drawer full of socks yet, oh. or to wash the socks. No, see, I actually I choose to buy the ones that are marked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and that well, way I've just got one for each day. Fuck it, I'm stopping this conversation right now. That's messed up. Um, so. No, 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 I'll look it up myself. Does, does anybody else find it odd that those daily socks, they don't have the weekends, it's always Monday to Friday, and they just ignore the weekend? Well, that's because hopefully you get to go out, to the, uh, go out on the weekends and, you know. So you don't want to wear socks when you're, okay. <laughs> we just got more time on the weekend. I guess so. Yeah. Need more <laughs> socks for it. <laughs> oh, this is Dwayne playing uh, UC Focure. Uh, Dwayne, we're going to put you on the spot tonight. Tell me something interesting about uh, Usi. Okay, uh, my interesting thing about Usi is um, he has a, I can't remember exactly what it was called. It was like a little, uh, he had spoon, mass, uh, uh, musicals, uh, music things for spoons, but he also had a bone call trip. Call oh, trop? a caltrop. Caltrop. Yeah, so you know when you play jacks, those little spiky things, if you step on them, they just damn near kill you? Yes. Those, that's a caltrop. So Usi, growing up, he had three older sisters and they left him out of the game. So he got fantastically good at uh, uh, the girls would they would get right past like you know four five six picking up these caltrops. Mm-hmm. Um, the best they ever got was seven, 
he picked up the eighth one and he was able to do that like but they wouldn't let him play so he got fantastic <laughs> at it when they sent him on his magic adventure or his uh, adventure that he could not like the unsolvable of unsolvable unsolvable quest that they sent him off on he grabbed one of the the, the ones the number eight <laughs> and he took off and he had ne nice. he's never played his sisters that's amazing yeah i love it hi i'm neil i play derek so I was just like really into that. Story. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's play. Uh, uh, hey, I'm Gavin, your season two dungeon master. So let's do a quick uh, recap from episode 14. You guys went with uh, Kaylin from, uh, not Prudentia, Katie Tora, and followed her to uh, the Long Ta Temple through these gla this like glass sand area. Uh, went through the temple. I think it was Vera that went up to the... It was basically like a an altar up like a thousand steps, basically. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was a thousand. I only drew four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, that's not the scale. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then you found uh, what Kaylin called the Stormbringer's Blades. And as you picked it up, you took some lightning damage. Yeah, uh, hurt. Yeah, it hurt a little. The room started to fill with uh, um, like storm clouds and lightning struck the sand in the area that you guys were at and big gaping holes opened and from them emerged uh, two of these glass scorpions. So that's actually what you guys came here for in the first place actually is you learned that these glass scorpions have a venom uh, in them that uh, or like a venom sack that you needed to collect per Mama Fade's request uh, in order to remedy uh, this young girl who's unconscious or cursed with something that uh, you've all nicknamed Black Rabbit. So I guess we'll pick it up there uh, in the middle of combat. Uh, I guess everybody should give me a, a quick dex, or not dexterity. Well, it is dexterity technically, initiative. but initiative roll just to see who goes first. Thirteen. Twelve. Six. Seventeen. Twelve. Twelve. All right. Usi's going to take the first turn. Oh, actually, I guess I should roll for the scorpions. Nope. Usi, you're going to take the first turn, and then we're just going to go clockwise around the table, uh, and then uh, I'll take monster turns when it's relevant. So, um, hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, they're, they're on the... So we have a grid in front of us, anybody that's listening, but we have a, a grid that uh, we slapped down. Rob quickly drew sort of like a, a rectangle room with the, the staircase going up towards the altar that he's at, and these scorpions have appeared up behind you. Everybody was kind of like waiting around near the front of the uh, the stepway there, uh, waiting for... Uh, not Rob, Vera to come back. Okay. Um, so I am going to... Um, I'm going to cast... Oh, I guess oh, I remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire off a couple of bolts of these things and just see what happens. Sure, yeah, go for it. Okay, so I'm gonna get out my my crossbows and fire off and see what see what happens. So that's a five uh, and a nineteen. A nineteen. So your first shot uh, goes sailing towards this thing and just ding, it's like I mean these things are glass and you probably thought that the glass would shatter easily, but it doesn't. It just reflects off. So your second shot, you aim a little more strategically and get it into like kind of a crease in its neck and it pierces it. Uh, give me a damage roll. That would be a one. <laughs> one point. <laughs> wow, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to take a move action? Um, 
I'd imagine what I'm about 30 feet away from this thing at this point or uh, it'll show you there so those are those squares are worth five feet of movement so you could just roughly look at that that's probably about 25 uh, feet yeah uh, okay no he's good there you see he's good where he's at all right Neil or uh, right. sorry um Derek that would be Derek or yeah all right Derek is going to <clears throat> quickly step forward to the scorpion directly in front of him Okay. And bravely raise his longsword above his head and come crashing down on the noggin of the scorpion. I like it. Give me a roll. Uh, 17. 17 will hit. Uh, for, t- for 11 damage. Wow, okay. And he is going to use his fainting attack so he can get in a second attack right away. Okay, give me a quick description of that for <clears> those <throat> listeners. Right, first time I've ever used it. You can expend one superiority die uh, and use a bonus action on your turn to faint, choosing one creature within five feet of you as your target. You have advantage on your next attack roll against that creature. If the attack hits, you add the superiority dice to the attack's damage roll. Nice, okay. So with advantage... I am going to get a 24. Wow, that definitely hits. And that will be for oof, only uh, eight damage. Okay. What is it? What does a faint look like? I, I like I've heard it before. I think but it's like, like a deke. You know what I mean? It's like okay. So you've like you like come running in there and you're like slam, and then you can like deke to the side yeah. and jab it in the side. And like little shards of glass are starting to break off of this right. thing. You hit it and it's just like. Tsh. And Derek's all pumped for battle. He's like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna kill shit!" And then yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. like I imagine Derek goes in there as expecting like blood blood spray and stuff, but like you see like shards of glass coming flying off of this thing. Like yeah. there's there's no flesh or blood or anything at right. all. But it does seem like you're chipping away at it. Uh, Vera, your brother's currently like breaking this thing like. Uh, dishes in the kitchen uh what uh what are you doing <laughs> would you be careful <laughs> we need the the what was it the poison sacks i, I can't even i'm yeah, not, the, an act, I'm not in character accent yet but i'll, I'll get there <laughs> the glass. i'm not yet i forgot mine yeah um, yeah you weren't talking in there anyway. <laughs> Vera's gonna swing around pushing this sword that she has into a scalpel or into her belt and pull out the shadow crossbow um it's actually a very large crossbow cool and uh, I'm gonna aim at the one that her brother shot a uh, hit. Okay. And, uh, we'll call it the red one and the green one because that's the name of our uh, or that's the colors we got on there. Sure, red glass and green grass. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They like the yeah. the scorpions each have like a different tinge of glass. One's reddish. I, I like it. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna take aim and fire. But as I'm about to fire, I'm gonna choose my bonus action to do my hexblade curse on it. Okay, which uh, weakens its strength, right? Um, no, this is the the actual curse, which is part of the hexblade, not a regular hex. Uh, what it does is it means I crit on a 19 or 20. And I do, um, I add my proficiency to bat damage with it, and I heal if I kill it, or if it dies. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So, heal. Okay, go for it. How long does the heal before it dies thing last? Uh, I'd have to look. Okay. Go um, ahead. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, uh, it's basically, it's, it's, I think it lasts a minute or something like that, or 10 minutes, um, but basically if it dies in that time, then... Right. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. It's just like, what's the clock on that? So if it takes you that long to kill it, which I, dear God, I hope it doesn't take 10 minutes. I mean, minutes one minute's 10 rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to be here for six hours playing uh, combat. Uh, to hit, that's 23. That definitely hits. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 9 plus 4 plus, what's our proficiency now? 2, 3? Two, 2. Uh, it should be 2. Still, so yeah. um, 15 damage. 15. Wow. Okay. Nice. 
man, you guys are hammering this thing. So um, you're hitting it with a blade? Or no, you're no, yeah, this large shadow, shadow crossbow. It's a giant shadow crossbow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, same thing. So you shoot at this thing, more glass starting to fly off. Someone's shattering up in Derek's face. Uh, Pyrus. Okay, so I am... I am going to lift this Hellfire Hammer straight up over my head and slam it into the ground in the direction of the green-tinged glass scorpion. Okay, I like it. Um, just quickly refresh everybody's memory on the ability of that uh, hammer that you got from the big uh, dwarf. I am using the Hellfire Hammer, and I can use it very straight up as a melee weapon, which mm. deals 1d8 plus my strength. Yeah, which is like a standard a Warhammer. A standard Warhammer attack. Yeah. Or I, which, or I can use the attack which I'm using right now, known as Hellfire, which I strike the ground, causing a 10-foot-wide and 60-foot-long channel of Hellfire. It does 3d6 fire damage, half that on a dexterity 15 save. Right. Okay. Okay, so... Seven. <laughs> Seven total? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you slam this thing into the ground, and the, the scorpion kind of like skitters back into the hole that it initially came out of, and this flame just goes like, like sailing right past it, and it comes like flying back out. Looks like it's going to start charging at you. Milo, what are you doing? Oh, can I oh, have oh, a move yes. action? Yeah, yeah, you have a move action. Sorry. I am moving. Interrupt me if I get too excited and move, in, move off in combat here. Where the hell do you think you're going? I'm moving back because I'm weak already. So I'm moving behind everybody else. You're moving up the steps behind Vera? I'm moving up the steps behind Vera, yeah. All right, Milo. All right, Milo is going to cast Suggestion. Okay. Um, So you need to make a wisdom saving throw on whether it goes through. That needs to be 12 or higher. Okay. So I'm going to look at either one, whatever one's closest to me. Okay. And... Uh, uh, which character is you on that board? Uh, weird guy with the purple pants. Purple pants. Purple pants. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be the uh, green-tinged scorpion. Yeah. That's the one that Adam shot his fel- hellfire at, so it just yeah. disappeared into the ground, but now it's peeking back out. Okay. Um, so I want to... Do I, need, do I need to say what I wanted to do before you roll? Oh, no? oh, is it just a roll uh, first? Yeah. Yes, you do. I do need to? Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're one, you so the way I, I envision this is you're going to see Milo, um, all of a sudden like start to like, it almost looks like he's speaking in tongue and you will see a like ghostly, almost kind of like grayish, uh, grayish, like echoey wave come out of his mouth Interesting. Uh, towards, uh, towards the, uh, the scorpion. And what I'm telling the scorpion is that we are not the enemy. The other scorpion is the true enemy. Kill it. I'm just going to read out a suggestion to everybody. So I'm just looking at the spell right now. It says, you suggest a course of activity and magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand. Ooh, and understand you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure a scorpion can understand you, to be honest. We can barely understand him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll finish it and then I'm going to quickly look that okay. up. Um, Creatures that can't be charmed or immune to this effect, uh, it can be charmed, the suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make course of action sound reasonable, asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself into a spear, immolate itself, or do something other obviously harmful act ends the spell. Uh, so let me just see if it'll be able to understand you. Because I actually did Would look attacking up. its fellow scorpion be reasonable? Uh, I feel like it would because like a scorpion is an animal, right? Like they'll yeah, fight. It doesn't give a shit. That's, that's kind of yeah. why I also, like my thought process, I, I, wanted, I wanted to end it with kill it. Because like a basic understanding of language is none. 
also it, it doesn't, doesn't understand, understand it doesn't language. understand common yeah or mm. whatever you're telling it right so like the it, it failed its spell or its save but you're gonna tell it something and it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it hears a voice in its head right row, row. but even though its language is is none though does it not still it would say me? it would say common yeah oh. I'll, I'll, like because we didn't <clears throat> a, a combination okay. spell of something like speak with animals might let you do a suggestion on an animal that doesn't I kinda, understand I, I kind of wondered that but like okay the way that I read it was that like that it would still understand me whether I spoke its language or not so okay yeah I feel like you do an excellent Scooby-Doo Dwayne thanks man I got, I got a suggestion <laughs> yeah kill it well, my that was my plan was. Well, I mean, that was. Him. I think. I think yeah. getting them to fight each other was a good idea. Yeah. Me too. Unfor- yes. Unfortunately, he, it doesn't. So you say this, and yeah. like you can tell, it's not affecting you at all. So I'll give you another action just because you you misunderstood it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, in that case, then I am going to try and put it to sleep. Okay. Go for it. Sleep is its total health, not its current health. Current health. Okay. Current health. It also affects the lowest Twerk. creature. So if there's like a, something within the range of the spell, it has like two hit points. It hit that first. And right, but it's, keeps it's, the pool. it's threats. Not yeah, they're the same hit points. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so twenty-eight. 28. Uh, okay, so you cast a spell. Doesn't seem to face it at all. Uh, what are you doing for your move action? Oh, okay. In that case, I'm backing right the fuck off. Okay. As far back as I can. Usi. Oh, boy. Milo's quick uh, chanting next to you, weird tongues, casting things at it, and doesn't even be, seem to phase this scary-ass scorpion, which is basically the size of a moose um, staring at you right now. A moose? Yeah. Mm. Usi's going to move up right next to Derek, where he hears him breaking dishes. <laughs> and he remembers being back at home, and uh, he, he accidentally cast a spell in the kitchen and broke his mom's dishes. <laughs> and he remembers getting kicked out of the house, so he's gonna cast. He's gonna cast shatter. Nice. Oh wow! wow. Shatter with Perfect. glass. I like it. Yes. So it's a second level spell. Yep. Oh, and you have to make a. I think it's a saving throw. Con save. A con save. Okay. Good thing I have the open for it go for it oh i just make it right away natural one. Oh. <laughs> wow okay uh we'll figure out what that means but give me a roll uh what am i looking at here shatter spell oh oh uh, that would be 22 to hit that definitely hits oh boy <laughs> i don't think it needs an attack roll oh it's three eight, uh 3d8 thunder damage and i don't get a half it if i make the save you know such so. some somebody has different saving throws Oh, uh, I should have been at disadvantage on the saving throw. That's correct. Yeah, you didn't need it anyway because I rolled a natural one. Roll another natural one. <laughs> I don't think that affects it. Well, if you roll two natural ones, okay. it just instantly die. Yeah, it should. Thanks. I think... Um, okay, yeah, so you, like, run over to this thing and cast Shatter on it, and you can feel, like, this energy, like, ripple from you and fill its body, and you just see, like, the grass starting, uh, glass starting to crack. Uh, what was the damage roll? I think it was 3d8. That's right. Uh, two eights, so ten, eighteen. Holy wow. shit! And that was on the red guy. Yeah, yep. The red tinge one. Okay. Um, with his uh, natural one, I'll give you a secondary attack at disadvantage. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, quickly, quickly roll me a. Actually, not disadvantage. You can just do an attack roll, but give me a roll for your wild magic quick. On a natural one, your wild magic takes over. 
Uh, 19. 19, okay, no good. And that was 18 damage, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so 10, so he would have... Uh, he would. Uh, he's going to take out his quarterstaff. Yep. Um, and so he gets a plus four, so 14. 14. Uh, just misses. So you manage to cast Shatter on this thing. You see pieces <coughs> starting to come off of it, and then you go to hit it with the quarterstaff, and it just, like, deflects right off. Oh. Uh, Derek. Oh, did we start <coughs> with you? Started with Usi. So Usi's gone twice. Oh, Usi's gone twice. Caitlin hasn't gone. So she's going to run down uh, and like just screaming at the top of her lungs, be like, my brother showed me how to kill these things. It goes to swing at the red one. Thank you. Uh, Have the scorpions gone yet? Oh, that's 19. Sorry? Have the scorpions gone yet? No, they're coming after Caitlin. Okay. Uh, For five points of damage. So she comes in and just starts like hacking at this thing, screaming. Uh, She's obviously got bent up frustration about them because one of these killed her mother. Uh, That thing, the one is actually looking really rough so far. Uh, But now it's the scorpion's turn. And with Kaylin right in front of it, trying to hack at it, it reaches out to grab and it goes like scurries up to it. And like with its claws, like clip, clip. And then you can see its tail like prep as it's doing it. Just Um, as he's doing that, Derek raises his shield. Okay. The scorpion gets disadvantaged because he has protection. Oh. Because she's within five feet. Uh, two. Okay. So you're it, like uh, the first claw like hits the uh, the shield. Now is it every attack? It's everyone within five feet of me. Everyone within five feet. Okay. So it would be on Usi as well. Ooh, a twelve and a natural twenty plus that. This one will hit. Uh, or wait, it's against Kaylin. Oh yeah, that does hit. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about like I got it mixed up between the scorpions and her. Um, so it's going to be one d eight plus four. So that's going to be four points. Uh, and now she's grappled. So the, like one, it bounces off your shield. It like grabs it, moves it to the side. This other huge claw like grabs her and just starts crushing her. You can hear her screaming as the blood like starts to peer out from underneath. And then the sting, like it, the claw holds her up and the stinger leans back and just comes shooting down at her. This is still at disadvantage though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and misses this one. So you like, you see this tail coming up and like you run for it and just like right in front of her, like bing, and the uh, stinger, you know. Shield right in front of her face. Yeah, totally. Uh, and like I got dents you. half the shield. Uh, the other one is going to, um, I mean, it would reasonably come where the other scorpion is uh, and go for, is the big guy there Usi? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and go to attack Usi, which is going to be at disadvantage because of Derek. I swing my shield around and protect Usi. Uh, and you do. So this one, again, like the claw comes flying at you. It tries to dodge the shield and attack again. Uh, oh, man, a natural 20 and a 7. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Derek. And as a last ditch of uh, attack, tries <clears throat> to actually hit Derek this time with its stinger to get rid of you and your stupid no, shield. No, no disadvantage on hitting me. No disadvantage? No. Nope. Oh, I rolled two, though, and it's a natural 20 and a 16. I feel, I feel like I should responsibly take the natural 20. <laughs> roll a d6 or flip a coin. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, one to three. Yeah. I take the natural 20. Four to six. Right. We don't. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, that'll be uh, 18 to hit, though. Uh, that hits. Uh, 18, with its stinger? 18 is my armor class. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 2d10, and I need you to make a... Or, sorry, 1d10, and I need you to make a uh, con save of 12. Uh, I made a 11, so I fail. Ooh. So you take 15 points of damage from that, and you fail that? Yep. And another 9 points of damage uh, from this tail piercing you of okay, poison damage. Piece. 
Uh, so you managed to dodge this thing, clear the one, the Protect other. my allies. Ka-ching, <laughs> yeah. ka-ching, ka-ching, and then, uh, and then you just get like this, like needle-like piercing, like right through your armor, pierces it like it's butter, oh, and like fuck. now this thing's like stuck in there. You're gonna have to like try to pull it out. Um, did I give you your turn yet? You did not. Okay, so now it's back up to Derek. So is this thing literally stuck in me? Yeah, it's literally stuck in you. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take my sword. And do a half circle move where I actually try and cut the thing that's stuck in me. Nice. I like half. it. Okay. Um, because it's stuck in you and it can't really move, you can have advantage on that. Sweet. Uh, oh, fuck. I rolled a four and a three. Ooh, yeah. It's like <laughs> this thing's right in your face and you're trying to huge use like a big sword and yeah. like get some leverage on it. Yeah. You're just not doing it. Uh, you right. do have a move action though. I am going to use my second wind. Okay. As my move action so I can get 1d10 plus one of uh, health back. Okay. Because that would seem responsible. Okay. Derek looks like he's taking a second breath. Vera, uh, he's not looking too hot probably over there after taking a, a piercing to the neck, like through his armor. What are you doing about it? Well, shit. I'm going to... All right, I'm going to actually grab my flail. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got that back, because I don't think Derek wanted it. No, yeah, you have it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to grab my flail, dropping the shadow weapon on the ground, giving mm -hmm. zero fucks about it, um, and I'm going to run over to this thing. And as I do so, I'm going to spend an action to hex it, the same one I injured earlier. Right, okay. Which is what gives it disadvantage on strength checks and makes it so I do extra damage if I hit. Nice, okay. Uh, do I have to make a con save or something? Um, no, the hex just applies, but okay. it's just it's a bonus effect if I actually hit it. Right. Uh, that's uh, 10 plus 6, 16. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, damage on that is a d8. And I have a d6. Nice. Oh. I rolled a one and another one. So it's two plus six damage, eight damage total. Eight damage. This thing's looking real rough. So you come in there and start hacking at this thing with a flail. Huge chunks of glass are now starting to fall off of it. Uh, like it's starting to like wobble around. Looks like its tail might not work the next round. Uh, you making a move action? Uh, my move action is to approach it. And oh, you did I'm approach basically it with a flail. just trying to put myself in front of my brother to try and protect him. Okay. Sounds so. good. Uh, Pyrus. <laughs> okay. I am taking out my mask of fire. Okay. And I'm putting it on, and you're going to see my eyes flash red for a second and then go dark as I create a little, f uh, what starts off as a tiny little flame like the size of a match in my hand. And out of that flame comes a, a beam of fiery um, flame. And it goes up and o or throughout the room down toward the um, red uh, scorpion. Nice. So I, okay. I'm basically creating like a concentrated flaming beam um, just over my friends and straight into this thing's head. I like it. Um, what did it say it, you can that mask can move it for? Is that 100 feet? 100 feet. Okay, yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, so make an attack roll. Um, you use uh, charisma, right? Yeah. Uh, so make it as like a spell attack. So with your charisma. Yeah. Uh, no, I use wisdom. Oh, wisdom, sorry. And that would be 15. 15 just makes it. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, so that uh, for, it's going to be like an improvised damage, but I did anticipate that. No, that that's produce flame. Oh, produce flame. Uh, but you're making like a huge wall of flame with your produce flame. No, I'm making a beam that like a small concentrated beam that just goes over my friend and straight into this thing. Oh, okay. Like sure. from my hand. Hey, I was trying to give you more damage, but go for it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Take the more damage. I oh. imagine like a huge like wall of fire just going like. No, because uh, it has to come from me. And if I made a wall of fire, it would kind of hurt my friends. 
Right. Because they're all right next to it. But the mask lets you create uh, it any shape, make it larger up to a 10 by 10 square. Ooh, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. What you're going to see then is a little beam of fire coming from my hand and it's going to travel through the air. Um, and it's kind of like, it, it looks just like a, a small little light and it's going to go right onto the, um, on the top of the, of this fire or this, uh, red, um, scorpion. And then it's just going to quickly expand in like an explosion that is sending its force in the opposite direction of where all my friends are standing. Nice. And what was the damage typically for a D eight, a D eight. So, uh, improvised damage of D 10 says for something like burn coal, burned by coals, hit by a falling bookcase or pricked by a poison needle. So I think that's pretty close. So you can roll D 10 instead. Sweet. He's totally going to roll a one. (laughs) A two. (laughs) So not a one, but a two. Well, I'll tell you what, Adam, this is your moment, because what does that look like? Yes, finally, oh, my moment has come. It was, like, it was on its last limb after. I thought Rob was going to kill it. Okay, so what you're going to see is this tiny little flame, beam of flame coming down, and it's going to slowly levitate. It's going to come out of my hand, fly around the room, slowly levitate down in front of this thing's face, and all the people, all four of the people standing in front of it are just going to see this flame just slowly levitate down in front of them, and you're going to see the, um, the glint in its eye for, in its eyes from the flame. And it's just going to explode outwards toward the scorpion shooting it into the wall behind it. Nice. So this thing like almost fills and erupts with flames, goes flying backwards. And yeah. it wasn't the flame necessarily that destroyed it. It was its shattering impact against exactly. like the stone wall. Yeah. And it just like, and like breaks into pieces. Was that the one with its thing in me or was the, it was the other one? That it was, was the one yeah. with the thing in you. Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, Relief. (laughs) (laughs) You just feel it come tearing out of your armor. Uh, Actually, make me a quick dexterity save of 12 to see if you land pro from that thing getting sucked out of your armor at that rate. Uh, 17. 17. Okay, yeah, you managed to stay on your feet. Uh, Milo. Um, Milo is going to uh, cast Chromatic Orb. Okay, on the Um, green one. On the green one, and I'm going to use uh, Lightning. Sounds good. Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Give me damage. That was his damage. Yeah. That was my damage, but I hit anyways, but I just rolled with the wrong dice. Okay, so roll damage again. <laughs> What are you? What are you doing over there? <laughs> how, how many dice do you need to pick up over there? <clears throat> I, keep, screw, keep I screwed up and didn't roll my d twenty to start. So now I'm actually rolling the damage. Okay. Right. Okay. What so, was the damage roll? So the damage will be thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, this one is actually untouched uh, from yeah. previous combat. Nobody was able to hit it, uh, but your chromatic orb comes uh, sailing into it, and the energy like arcs through it, and you're expecting like it to take a ton of damage, and then you see it almost get like sucked into this thing, and you realize. Yep, that's what I was what thinking. What created these scorpions in the first place was lightning. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, you still have a move action though. I'm I'm way back. I'm just staying where I am. Oh, you're just gonna stay back yeah. there? Okay, Uzi. Uzi's still traumatized from broken the sound of broken dishes, so he's gonna cast shatter for a second time at second level. I like it. Go for it. 
Uh, now I that- mean, on the plus side, Milo, you didn't heal it because it was already at full health. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing over there? Uh, 11. Uh, to hit? Uh, no, that misses. So what was the attack? Sorry? Shatter doesn't need a... You don't need to hit it with Shatter. You just need oh, you a, you, he gets a save. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for half. What is the save again? It'll be whatever your uh, spellcasting ability. Uh, probably like 14. Save and it's uh, probably... It's, uh, my charisma it says fourteen, and then it says spell save DC is twelve. Yeah, twelve, ten, or eight plus seventeen plus. Uh, so you roll, and I take half that. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be three. These guys. Uh, nine, ten. So five. Yep. Okay, so five points of damage. Uh, Derek, or do you want to move action, Uzi? Uh, nope. No. Okay, Derek, you're up. All right. You don't want Scorpion to move first, or the girl. Oh, the girl. the girl. Sorry, Kaylin. Yes. Uh, I keep forgetting in between. I, was I think expecting... it goes Kaylin, girl, then me. Yeah, yeah. I, was I mean, a... sorry, a Kaylin and a Scorpion, then me. Yeah, Kaylin, Scorpion, you. Uh, yeah, Kaylin is still there. She's going to run over to that one Scorpion. And same thing. She's still screaming like a psycho at the top of her lungs trying to hit this thing. But she's not getting purchased right now. She's just like, cling, cling, cling. St- actually standing right in your way now, Derek. Um, and the Scorpion goes to grab her again uh, right in front of you. So but, as she does that, yep. I'm actually going to just take my, my shield and wrap my arms around her. Okay. So like you're can... like making a shield right in front yeah. of her. Okay. And that's a disadvantage, right? Yeah. Natural one. Um <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what a natural one would be in this it case. It stabs itself. <laughs> it breaks its claw, like the bo- one piece of its, the bottom piece of its claw off on the shield. I know. Um, so there's th- this lightning storm has been going on this whole time. And uh, the clouds, like with the one going down, like it's released like a bit of energy back into the, uh, into the room. And you can feel like this arcing starting to happen. And as this one goes to attack the girl, you can see the claw coming down. And then you just hear like this shattering, like boom. And like another big lightning strike comes down and hits this thing perfectly on like wherever one of its claws would be. And it just like shatters into like a million pieces. Uh, I need you to make a quick dexterity save though uh, to... Um, Potentially take some glass damage from this. Uh, she uh, fails. Kalen, uh for two. You're okay. Uh, you put up the shield and it, like just as it's like hitting, you get like this wall of like. But she takes two points of damage from it. The others, no, there is no other scorpion. All right, Derek's turn. Derek's actually going to do a spinning pirouette. Okay. Oh, going up he actually it. spun his little <laughs> character. <laughs> That's very dainty. It and uh, I think it was very dainty. But I think Derek, even though he's like, sort of like a big guy, he can be very dainty. <laughs> See, I'm just picturing you trying to be dainty, but just like like struggling with all your chainmail shaking around, <laughs> and you're just like, Uzi says, "Oh, he's so light on his feet." And I'm going to strike it with my long sword in a sideways motion. Okay. And I'm going to miss because I was trying to be dainty. I'm going to miss badly. I, okay. I rolled a three. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that is bad. However, I am going to uh, use another superiority dice to do a fainting attack. Okay. To, so, ma- to save face. To you, save face. You, oh, you, you, oh. Go, you go dancing around and, like, misjudge it. And you're like, ah. And Uzi, you, like, you catch eyes with Uzi. And he's like, no. no, no. That, oh, that, that looks like so good at first. <laughs> Not so good now. No, no, wait. Just let me try. Oh, okay, okay, go, go. Oh, fuck. Okay, you, you need to. A yeah. five and a two. Oh, man. 
and I waste the superiority dice. Yeah, it, it Uzi's eyes locked on you. It's just throwing you off. And he, you don't know what to do about it. <laughs> try, uh, try flat-footed. <laughs> Vera, your brother looks rather distraught right now. Uh, Uzi's looking disappointed off in the corner there. What are oh you doing? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Would you just shatter this thing so we can collect its bloody glands already? I'm just going to move up in front of Uzi so he doesn't get pierced in his lack of armor. And um, just bring this big base over my head and try and swing it with both hands down on this thing. Okay. Um, as that's doing, I'm going to spend a bonus action to move my curse from the dead scorpion over to this one. Right. And that one would have healed you, right? You didn't take much damage or if any. Um, I was like nearly dead before the fight started. Oh, wow. Okay. You hit me with a lightning bolt when I grabbed the sword. Remember? Hey, you grabbed the sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you put the lightning bolt there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, attack roll. Zeus put the lightning bolt there. <laughs> Uh, 17, so that's going to be 23 to hit. That hits. All right. So versatile weapons, a d10. Two hands. Ooh, 10. Wow. So it's going to be uh, 10 plus 6 damage. 16? 4 damage. Four oh, four. Damage. Yeah. So 14? 14 damage. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And I had the 5 before. Uh, do you have a move action or a secondary action that you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to stick my tongue out at it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it bites your, or claws your tongue off with this other claw? No. It's in the time of the place, sister. <laughs> All right, Pyrus, uh, you're still jacked off of your last success. The uh, one scorpion in the back completely shattered. Vera's currently, like, hand over head smashing this thing while her brother's <laughs> trying to look hot as shit and really isn't. What are you doing? I am running out this thing, and um, I guess... Who's Milo? Because everybody else has turned away from me. Milo is going to see two more lay, two more arms kind of just appear out of my side as I'm wild shaping into a um, a giant wolf spider. Wouldn't it be three more on each side? Don't yes. they have eight legs? No, because uh, my my two legs. Oh yeah, le- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> legs. I was thinking just I have... arms. <laughs> Shut okay, up! I can do so math. I am wild shaping into this thing, and I am. Trying to stealthily make my way to its back. Okay. And uh, you could make a um, stealth check if you want. I'd probably say a disadvantage considering we're in a fight and it just he just you know sprayed it with fire. Yeah, that's I was, true. Okay. What I was gonna do is roll with advantage to notice him, but yeah, sure, let's do it with disadvantage. I rolled two sixteens and I have a plus seven. Wow, okay. <laughs> As a wolf yeah. spider. Yeah, this thing's actually pretty distracted by Vera right now. Um, you're, it doesn't know you're there. Sweet. So I'm going to jump on its back and jam my fangs into its neck. Okay, you can do that with advantage. 19. To hit? Uh, plus attack. Um, that would be 22. That definitely hits. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to need you to do a, a, a con save. Uh, DC 11 con save. Uh, con 12. Shit. Okay, fuck. Um, then I just jab my um, neck into it. Jab your neck into it? My, my <laughs> fangs. Are you trying to give it a hickey? <laughs> okay, so for four, um, no, five damage. Five damage, okay. So so this thing, spider jumps on top of it all of a sudden while Vera's smashing the top of it, probably near <laughs> missing this huge spider while it sinks its fangs into it. Uh, Milo, you're up. Milo is going to try and put this thing to sleep. Yeah. Or they have this, this one to sleep. I'm going to tell you that they have 58 hit points and you probably can't roll that high. Well, it's the, this one's <sighs> weaker now, though. Been, now. Yeah, is this one weaker? It's, it's max hit points. No, I thought it's, no, it's, it's, current, it's hit current hit it's points. It's its max hit points for sleep. Might be. So no, starting with the creature that has the, the lowest current hit points. 
Lowest current? Yes, yeah. lowest current hit points. Man, we played... Hold on. I Flint Pin didn't put stuff to sleep all the time because you said it was its max hit points. No current hit points, but you always started... That was your first opening move. All right. Fine. <laughs> I'm grumpy. I'm crossing my arms. Put it to sleep. <laughs> and Bowden. also, I'm casting the second level, so I also get two more dice as well, too. All right. Now, if this is an elf spider or elf scorpion, <laughs> it might not work because I can't be magically put to sleep. Oh, yeah. This one's elf, actually. Is it? No. No. <laughs> uh, okay, you're lucky, actually. I didn't roll very well, so. Well, I mean, they've been hammering on this thing, so you might get it. So the interesting thing about this situation that we're in right now is how much hit points does this spider have? 58. 58. No, current. Uh, minus 28, so 30. So it's going to be putting one out of us to sleep first because it's an area effect spell. And it targets the person with the lowest hit points first. No, but I thought it's uh, a threat, like whatever you consider a threat. I mean, if you want to yeah. word it that way, it doesn't word it that way in here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Pause for uh, rule clarification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it now. This spell oh sends, a sends creatures into a magical slumber. Sleep, I Roll like 5d8. The total is how many hit points the creatures this spell can affect. Creatures within 20 feet of the point you choose within range are affected. Ascending orders of their current oh, you choose. hit points. You of choose. a point you choose. You okay, so point, just it expands outward. Oh, what's the radius? 20 feet. Just oh, that's so everybody there. Yeah, it's, no, it's, just, just... There's nowhere in that room that will not hit all of us. If he puts the point to the back of it, then it just like expands so it just hits it. But it would put Derek to sleep. We're all surrounding this thing. That's well, even if, even if just the edge caught it, Derek's right next to it. Yeah. Just the edge of the radius. Because he doesn't need to make the point directly on the creature. No, no, he doesn't. No. But it's basically a point he chooses, 20 foot spreads out from there, a big, huge blast area. Mm -hmm. And then it affects, so that that targets all the people it's targeting, and then it goes and says, who's the lowest hit points? Starts knocking him out, lowering down the pool of hit points that you do damage for. So if you roll 50 damage, it's going to hit him, then it's going to hit me, and then maybe it's going to affect him or Usi, whoever has the lowest hit points. Right. Okay. okay. So it's a very, it does a lot of technical damage has a high number but it can also not hit you want who you want it to hit right it's right. not too um, I see. okay do i get to make a con save uh well it depends if milo's gonna do it or not uh it's up to you interesting okay so would that work if i was to put it right at the very back of the room though would it just hit the creature and derek no it would hit derek first because he has the lowest hit points between him and the creature yeah and um, then whatever's left would hit yeah. So you just yeah. Uh, so yeah. so for example, like if, if if I roll if I rolled a fifty, let's say yeah, technically right? it would work because he only has fifteen. But then it would, then you would take fifteen off of that. Yes, yeah, so he would still hit. have thirty-five, which would still work against it. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But if it doesn't because it has thirty hit points. Right. Ish. Oh, okay. Ish. I see. <laughs> I'm adjusting now that I've told you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It regenerated some of its health during uh, our rule break. <laughs> Yeah, think of it like uh, a giant area blanket, yeah, and no, everybody in that blanket gets a hit. Like, kind of like darkness. How so darkness works. So far, it seems works. like everybody else is getting to bend the rules here, but me. So. Well, I was uh, going to get to those bending of rules yeah, in a second. Yeah, well, it's not happening so far. Who else All bent right. the rules? Um, Adam spent two actions: one to cast a spell, and then a second to use his mask, which takes an action. And then. Um, oh wait, that takes an action to use the mask? Yes. It does. I He's guess. already attuned to it. Yeah. yeah, but commanding it is using an item, which is an action. Oh, he cast the spell and then, then used the action it to turn the spell into something else. You're right. Oh. Um, and then the second thing is, uh, Derek, with your feigning attack, 
I think you misheard when I was saying it affects your next attack, but it's a bonus action to do. It doesn't give you an extra attack on top of that. It's when you get the ability extra attack at fifth level, and you can do an extra attack, so you get two attacks per round, which you can enhance one to get a bonus attack. So you're yeah. making two attacks when you shouldn't have. Wait, so what's the point of fainting? It gives you advantage as a bonus action. On, on your, your next on your attack, next whether that be your next turn or... So, but you can spend your bonus action before your action. It's just a bonus action per turn. It's a really weird wording, but bonus action means sometime during your turn you can spend this, like, think of it like as a, like a quarter and a dollar. Your dollar is your action. You can spend that how you want. You get your quarter, you can spend that first if you want. It's a different analogy. I am so confused. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> so if I, my fainting attack means I don't get two attacks. No. You do not get two attacks with fainting attacks. You just get to advantage on the attack you make after you faint. Which could be your next turn. Or it could be your current turn. Because if, if you, you faint before, before you attack. Oh, which is what I was saying before. That's now clear. Okay. okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I was saying so before. I've been, so I've been breaking rules unintentionally, though. Yes. That's why I clarified this. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you were clarifying, but I, <clears throat> I think when we clarified the rules for you, we didn't anticipate what you're misunderstanding. Right. Uh, I, I, I was like, that's what I was asking. Do I get a second attack or do I have to wait for this to the, for the next round? Yes, but if you do okay. your bonus action before your action, then you right. can do it on the same turn. So in that case, uh, the glass that's shattered on the ground starts like, <laughs> <laughs> and like piecing back together. No, I'm joking. No, you misunderstood too. <laughs> I totally did. Uh, Milo, you can do something else though, since we're all clarifying rules right now. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I will. I will cast uh, chromatic orb again. Um, in electrical. N okay. No. Okay. Uh, in you. fire. Okay. <laughs> this time instead, be smart about it this time. Uh, so that is three d eight. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna roll. See if it actually hits first. I feel like these are resistant to fire. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. <laughs> They do regenerate 20, so on electrical damage. It's uh, 21. 21 hits. That is 12 damage. 12? Wow. Holy jeez. Uh, okay. Um, that was Chromatic Orb. So you cast this thing, and the ball comes f sailing over and like ch takes like huge shattering pieces off of it with its... Um, uh, or no, it'd be like melting pieces off yeah. of it with like this searing hot flame. Usi, uh, what are you doing? Other than eating... Uh, what do you got there? Beef jerky. Usi <laughs> <laughs> pulls just beef jerky out of his pack. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching the fight. Nom, nom, nom. This may be our most casual combat <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm wondering if um, if Usi can actually get a, an item from uh, Vera, kind of oh. in a in a, Yeah, I mean, you a... could yell at her and ask her for it, but I think she would have to throw it on her turn. She's oh. right, yeah, he's right beside that... me. Um, if I had something in my hand, I could give it to him. Okay. So if he's like, I want your mace that I'm having. Okay. I, yeah. I give it to him. Um, the but... the little gold the little gold um, items you, you've tucked those away. They'd be in my backpack. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I wouldn't be able to hand those to you. Okay. Um, so Usi is going to. Uh, he's gonna grab out. His, he's gonna grab his quarterstaff and he is gonna swing at this thing and he's just gonna scream out, "Broken dishes!" <laughs> <laughs> For six. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and you start hitting it and you could like you have flashback nightmares of like your sisters breaking dishes in the kitchen or whatever the the, the scene was that has you so like upset distraught yeah, about yeah. this yeah. uh and now it's you and Kaylin. like she's screaming something about her mom and who's <laughs> screaming something about broken, broken dishes, dishes. <laughs> the I things like, like melting from uh milo's like searing hot fireball <laughs> derek what are you doing oh wait oh, no uh, it's Kaylin's turn. turn um and the scorpion yeah, and then the scorpion. Uh, but it's still disadvantaged, right? Because you're there? Yep. Uh, I can't see that. Nine. Uh, that'll miss. And then the scorpion um, is right next to... Who's standing in front of him there? Who is who is that? Uh, Kaylin is right directly in front. Okay. I'm on the one side. And Derek's, Derek's on the other. Yeah. Um, for Kaylin. Oh, man, that's a miss. Uh, with one claw. Oh, it only has one claw, but uh, nine. Oh, that'll still miss with the... Um, with the... Whatever, this spiky tail. Uh, Derek. Mm. All right, Derek's had about enough of this thing. And he's feeling a little foolish after missing so badly the last time. So he's going <laughs> to properly grip his sword steadfastly and stab it straight in the uh, neck, the scorpion neck. The kidneys. No, that's a Renego move. Oh. For a 22. That'll hit. Told you, he was concentrating. He didn't want to let Vera down. Now, are you fainting before you do this or any of that? Like, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I think I would have to announce that beforehand. Yeah, yeah. only announce it beforehand, yeah. Yeah. Uh, five damage. Five damage, okay. Uh, so, yeah, you come in and start hacking at this thing on its neck. Vera, um, it, this, it's looking pretty rough. Uh, after seeing the last one break apart, you know it's not going to take much. What are you doing? Well, shit. Do, can I tell where this poison sack is on this thing? Uh, it's, like, basically inside their gut area. Okay, I'm going to try and avoid that area specifically, and I'm okay. just going to try and smash it right in the face. Okay, sounds good. Roll. Uh, that'll be uh, 17. 17, wow. You have plus six to attack on that? That's awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, that hits. Roll. Okay, uh, so two-handed smash with the other thing. 15 damage on the dice, plus four, 19. Ooh, that'll do it. What does it look like? Uh, you know... It's gonna be. It's gonna look completely like it's not. It's. Uh, it's gonna look like a completely weak blow. She's gonna swing her her mace down. It's gonna hit it. Nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna rear back up and just roar. And as it does, it's basically gonna start cracking. And it's just gonna start spiral cracking like down this crystal nice. glass all the way down it. Nice. And, and then it just like shatters, but yeah. like doesn't explode out in front of you guys. It just sort of like crumbles. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. Derek's gonna look at Vera and say, "Yeah, I weakened it for you." <laughs> well, thank you for that, brother. <laughs> All right, you guys All are right. out of combat. Yay. Ma Ma I what are you doing back there on those steps? Uh, we're, I ain't we're, getting hit by that thing. We're fighting up here. I believe I believe that's what's called a scaredy cat. Something. Milo cast invisibility on himself. <laughs> uh, All right. Derek's going to walk up to the one that's completely shattered against the wall. Yep. And uh, look for the bladder of venom. Yeah, I mean, they, they, it's quite large inside, uh, and it was like, as you look at it, it's kind of like this, um, it, it, it does feel sort of fleshy, but inside of it is clearly like this uh, energy, like you can see it's sort of arcing around in there, like maybe not electrical, but it is like swirling uh, something in there. And it's like inside a sack of some kind? Yeah, like, like, a, a, like, a, like, like a, a thick leathery kind of, but like, translucent sack. No, so is, like, is, okay. is there a way we can actually like just cut the sack out? Like. Uh, it's just laying there. It was like, it was like suspended inside the... All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take it and wrap it in my bedroll. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to take this other Stick one it in just my pack. in case. Just pull the other one out as well. What are you doing, sorry? No, no. That was, no. Oh, okay. And Vera, you're grabbing I'm gonna the other one? Grab, yeah, I'll grab the other one. Okay, sure, yeah. 
Uh, so you both have uh, one of these venom sacks. They're quite large. I mean, these scorpions. I mean, if you were to you know shoot a moose, like how big is that thing's heart, right? So it's like that. It, you're talking about a big chunk of like a basketball. Yeah. Which I guess Bear wouldn't know that what that is either. Uh, <laughs> football <laughs> then. Like a basket then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that wasn't so hard. I missed a couple of times. Uh, I, you know, I didn't want to leave some of it for you guys. Well, thank you for that, brother. <laughs> that defense system you have is that's pretty is good. Really yeah. cool. Like considering everybody crowds around, then everybody <clears throat> around that's within five within feet. Within five feet, yeah. That was crazy. That's it was so like good. there were so many rolls. I, I, I critted twice. <laughs> that's actually wow. good to know because I've got a few, I got a, f- a few spells that I have that I can only cast in really close range. Mm-hmm. So if I'm within five feet. Five feet of them, yeah. but I'm kind of protected to be able to do so that. All really of a sudden, I seem to have a lot of friends. There, there's some really good defensive spells. One of the other things is protector from the fighter, which mm-hmm. allows you to give that bonus. I have protection, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Another one is a feat, which um, is kind of neat. It's called. Um, oh, I'm having a mind fart. It's a. Uh, well, I can't remember the name of this thing. But basically, what it does is, if anybody, if a creature attacks anybody else, you can, as a, um, as a reaction, attack it back as an uh, attack of opportunity. Oh, cool. Um, and if you oh, hit it, cool. it can't move. Oh, it's it's like a, um, yeah, like a reaction almost, it's, but like yeah. a, I have a, a counterattack. I have a riposte. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but if a creature immediately attacks me and misses, mm-hmm. I get a bonus attack. Yeah, it's like a counterattack. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, that's a counterattack. This one's kind of like a preemptive attack to defend your allies. Interesting. Uh, it's a feat. I'll, I'll look it up because I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be good to know. All right. Um, I am going to shape back into my normal form, I guess. And I'm just going to, like, pull Aether out of my bag and give her some of my rations. Okay, sounds good. Um, Kaylin walks over to Derek, and it's like, she kind of doesn't put her her arm around you, like, centrally, but she kind of leans on you. You know Kaylin. It's your, Mm -hmm. like, ex's wife. And uh, she's like, those defenses, thank you so much. I, I, I know that we don't have the best relationship yet, but thank you. Well, you're welcome. Just uh, take your arm off me, please. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> you are sleeping with my husband. Yeah, it's a little awkward, isn't it? Uh, I'm convinced you saved my life, though. I ha- I do have to say thank you. <laughs> Milo walks by him and slaps Derek in the ass. He doesn't take it that way. Lucy <laughs> <laughs> looks down and away. <laughs> oh. Why ain't this all awkward? Um, All right. So, so what, what else? Now that we now that things have calmed down and we're not in combat, mm-hmm. what's in the room? Uh, so in the room is it was like these uh, fireball dishes uh, that were lit, and uh, in front of you is just like that staircase that went up for what seemed like forever up to mm-hmm. that uh, sword sword pedestal, uh, which Vera had collected, and not much else in here. This is sort of like the big landing, okay. uh, just before this large okay. uh, stairway. So I guess we should probably get out of here. Was well, there anything else up there, Vera? Well, an altar and a ton of lightning if you want some of that. I Is there any black holes to stick stuff in? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, if you want to climb up to the top, there was one large hole I wouldn't mind pushing you into. Well, you could stand on the altar, lick your finger, and hold it above your head. I wouldn't recommend that. If you're looking for a large black hole to stick it in you, you can turn around and bend over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, like, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that we uh, we ought to take this these venom sacks back and cure that little girl as soon as possible. 
I feel like after battle, maybe we should head back to town first. Well, we have no other choice. I am feeling a little bit stabbed up. Yeah, we should head back. To, you know, we're not telling you that if you avoid getting stabbed, that you won't be hurt so bad. Yeah, it's an occupational hazard. You're looking pretty rough there, though, Vera. We should go uh, back and see... Um, you know, I'm doing all right. Give me another scorpion or two, I'll be just peachy. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back and see uh, what's his name, the, the mayor of the town. See if we can have a place the, to crash the king? for the night. Yeah. Oh, the king, you mean. Do we have to go back and see Daddy? Yeah, you yeah, we probably with should. Daddy? <laughs> yeah, he mm. thinks he knows how to run that town, but he's just a fool. Oh. I mean, you're, I mean, you're welcome to come with us if you what want. You, I what do you at, mean? I, I look, I look at Derek. And like, so you tell me you could run it better? Wouldn't take much, to be honest. You could probably run it better. Well, I don't want to run no stinking town, but if you want to run that town in your other mindset too, just let me know. Wait a second. Are you telling me that uh, you'd take out? A, you'd be okay with me taking out a hit on my father? We'll do anything for the right price. Well, now that doesn't sound awfully lawful. Derek, I didn't say Derek. anything about a hit. <laughs> I just said that if you wanted to rule that city, I wouldn't mind helping you out if it's so badly run. Hmm. What kind of price tag are we talking about? Well, right now, we're going <coughs> to uh, You know, um, sister, may I talk to you for a second? What is it, brother? Maybe uh, I'm trying to make a deal here. Whis- whispers <laughs> in her ears. And maybe you could get a talk out of the wedding. And, you know, it's just an idea. How? how uh, <laughs> you just see Vera smile and she turn back. How much is your dowry these days, anyways? How much is her what? Dowry. It's the. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a dowry is. No. Oh, it's, it's what they pay. What the the girl's family pays. The husband's for, family. For the husband's family. To, to take to, her off, to the take her off their hands to get married. Oh wow! I don't yeah. know. I, fuck! It's, I have no like, idea what that number would be. It's like in the old days, you know. I'll, be, I'll pay you two sheep and a cow to marry my daughter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's say it's um, it's uh, four hundred and fifty-two gold. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's an expensive check. Well, that sounds just about right, don't it? Are you saying that to her? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that's what she told us. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Okay, so you asked her that. Um, yeah. yeah, and she says, eh, roughly 452 gold. <laughs> that seems like a rather specific number to me. Seems about right, though. Yeah. Well, Daddy was writing up the check. Well, how about you pay Which us is just instead. a leather bag of gold. Well, if you found <laughs> that gold sack into our hands, we should make sure that uh, that adjustment's made. 450 gold, that's a lot of gold. <laughs> Well, the problem is, is uh, Daddy's gods. What are you going to do about that? Oh, we don't need no problem, no gods. Where does, uh, where would your dad keep this sort of bag of money? Well, just hold on one second here. We're talking about grand larceny and killing a king. No, no, Derek, Derek just, just let, uh, let, her, let her speak. Let her Daddy speak. isn't a king. He's just the lord of Keditori. Which uh, means he's nothing but a man. Sounds like royalty to me. No, lords aren't royalty. Look at Milo's father. He's just an ass that's waiting to get murdered. Oh, I can't wait well, to kill him. <laughs> he's an evil. He's an evil man. It'd be right to kill him. Oh, perfect. Well, he's a lord too, so I guess all lords should die. I'm gonna look at Baron just be like, just like thumbs up. <laughs> Derek's not that smart, so he's like not following your argument. He's like, I don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, where, so where would your dad keep the keep this money? You know, I don't know. He, he'd probably keep it in the house. 
Well, this all seems well enough and easy. Do you think you could get us into your house? He's already invited you into the house. That's fair. No, this is just fine. You, you know what? I think you just need a little bit of a staycation. As in stay here and chill for a little bit. We can go back, talk to your father, bring him back here with that gold. You want me to stay in this temple by myself when those scorpions come? I almost died if it wasn't for your brother there. Well, Dak, you can keep her company. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let me get this straight. You want me to hang out with the woman who's boning my (laughs) ex-husband? Maybe you'll get to know uh, better. Uh, technically, he's boning me. Yeah, that makes more sense <laughs> to me, too. Well, that's not the way he liked it when I was with him. <laughs> now, that's a little graphic for my end. Well, Broken dishes. <laughs> Sometimes I do use daddy's frozen salamis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds I mean, like two of you have a lot to work out. One of us have a weird sexual tension you have. To be honest, I don't really want to hear it. You two hang out here, use the protections of the temple to stay far away from those scorpions. I'm sure you'll be fine. We're going to bring your daddy right back here. It's not that bad. These uh, monks of the Long Tao Temple sure seems like they have a hostility against you and your family. I could probably use a rest anyway. That sounds like a fine idea. Derek, you can probably learn a thing or two off her. I mean, your husband left you for a reason. Why don't you just shut the I stabbed my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Roll to attack. Uh, 17. Oh, yeah. Hey, you rolled to attack. You yeah. have to roll damage now. Uh, five. Oh, what's the damage? <laughs> and stabs me in the leg or something. Consider that a love tap. And you want me to hang out with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't insult my brother and you'll just be fine. Maybe we can share uh, tips. <laughs> Milo's gonna laugh and he's walking away. I'm Last walking out of I'll here. I'll tell you what, though, you can have a hard time getting daddy here. No, it'll be right easy. You How see, you one, once his only daughter is kidnapped by the monks in the Long Tao Temple, saying that only her father can come to pay the bounty of her dowry here in this temple where he's isolated away from his gods. Do I have to spell everything out for you? Oh my god. That sounds like a good plan. That does sound like a good plan. Well, no shit, it's a good plan. I made it up. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just something befall your father, so tragic as it were, here in this temple, upon rescuing you. Well, you know, we'll be just rewarded like kings for bringing you back. Hmm. This is a plan that might work. So you get Daddy to come here with... The gold. Yeah. The monks want to be paid off. Well, yeah, they murdered your mother, now they're murdering you. If they they don't bring the gold, makes complete sense. He's going to want to bring his gods with. Yeah, but the monks don't want nobody else. That's why we're there, to protect your daddy. All right. You think you can find your way back? Shouldn't be too hard. Follow the broken glass all the way back to the town. All right. Derek's going to go sit in the corner and take a nap. She's going to take out some rations and like kind of like a, a loaf of bread and break a piece and be like, that's yours if you want it. I'll now, grumpily take the bread. The rest of you, are you feeling right for the journey back or do you need to sleep again, Milo? Because I seem to think that you're always sleeping on the job. Uh, I could probably use a little rest. Just a short rest. Short rest. Give me, give me, give me, give me 20 minutes. I'm just going to curl up in a little ball and I'm going to... Use one of my hit dice to uh, heal back my stab wounds, fucker, because I was at full health. 
We'll head out in an hour's time. Everybody rest up as you can. We'll try to make our way back and come back here as soon as we can. It's only half a day's journey to get here. Shouldn't be long. Be back before nightfall. Uzi wants to look around for like a shank. Something he can make it. <laughs> a shank? Of, of, of like a shard of a shard of glass. Oh yeah, I mean there would be there would be several shards of glass kind of lying around from the scorpions. Sure. Yeah, you could just you could pick one up. Cool. I mean, it's it's sharp everywhere. It's a shard of glass. Okay. I'm gonna walk over to Kaylin. Kaylin, there's one last thing I need from you. What would that be? I'm gonna reach over and grab like a top of her hair and just cut it free from her hair and hit her head. Oh, <laughs> like she has like this, it, like you, her fist like forms up and she like almost goes to swing at you. And she's like, oh, that's, that's leverage. I get it. No, no <laughs> shit. <sighs> well, Derek, Derek's, right, Derek's going to look at his sister and give her a little high five. Richard did like my <laughs> hair, but this will be worth it. I'm sure he'll like it just fine. I'll give it to him first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. All right. Um, so, so I'm assuming while they're away, we're going to be able to do a long rest. Yeah, yeah. You guys will be able to do a long rest. Uh, is everybody else going to town with? Um, I'm I'm staying with okay. Derek. Okay. Everybody staying except Vera. No, I'm going oh, with Vera. I'll go, go with Vera. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do a. I think we're doing a short rest here. So yeah. okay. Do that too. Yeah. Yeah, Kaylin. If if everybody else is resting, it's kind of like breaking up this ration, kind of hanging out to every, heading out to everybody. Thank you for helping with those scorpions. I I don't think I could have done that by myself. They were tough. They were tough. They were tough. I realize why he wants us back. We're going to be sleeping in the cave while you guys are going there. He's going to make a random monster encounter. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Closing that tab. <laughs> no monster encounter whatsoever. A bunch of bunny rabbits jump out. Bunnies. Glass rabbits. Glass rabbits. <laughs> are they black? I mean, based yes. on Ooh. what we saw there, there's so many different spots as far as the little side rooms up to that area that you could probably hide away from scorpions. Realistically, just don't go anywhere lightning's going to strike. You're probably okay. <laughs> like, get out of the lightning room, realistically. Well, there was only lightning up at the altar, wasn't there? Well, lightning struck the, the sand around where you guys are standing, and that's why... All right, we'll retreat to one of the little rooms then. Okay, so you guys are going to back out into like kind of that uh, the garden, the Zen garden area. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, you and Kaylin set up some uh, nice area to hang out. And it, who else is hanging back? Uh, Pyrus? Yeah. Where's uh, Uroth? Uh, he's probably hanging. Uroth. I mean, um, Eloth. What's what's Taz's guy's name again? Estin. <laughs> that's like, that's like uh, a season or two ago there, man. I think I just had a seizure. The beginning, <laughs> the beginning of the season. He, he, he was uh, um, Salarin for like right. the end of it. Uh, Estin. Yeah. Yes. So Where's Estin? Eloth is dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Salarin's dead. Uh, Estin is nowhere to be seen. All right. Okay, so you guys head back to town. Um, it's getting quite late. Uh, you guys had uh, had originally headed here in the morning, took you to the afternoon. Yeah. You've been in here uh, dealing with the um, uh, that garden area, the puzzle room, basically. This combat, uh, now you head out. So you, you basically get into Kitty Tora uh, at nightfall um, and head into town. You see people 
repairing areas of the town. So it was only yesterday that, uh, I mean, these uh, goblins and uh, these dwarves had just tore, like, the absolute shit apart the town. Uh, So there's, like, half-collapsed building. You come up to uh, Elric's, you know, nice palace, which has a lot of, like, that really fancy stained glass, and you can see people, like, laying new sheets of glass in it and that sort of stuff. I literally go to the first guard I can find and tell him to go get... um, the guy's name. I was going to say, but while we're, while we're walking up before this, I want to talk to Vera yeah. and just be like, so how do we how do we play this out? Do we want to play this out as sheer panic? Well, no, I'm not one to panic, but... You're not. I don't know. I figure we're going to find her husband and he'll do all the panicking we need for us. But is it not going to look kind of strange if we just like casually walk up and be like, oh, hey, yeah, we killed the scorpions, but they took your daughter. The scorpions took nobody. It's... The bloody monks. It's the monks. Get your story straight. Okay, fair enough. All the right. monks of the Kenlaw. Ken, Ken, Long Ta. Long Tao. <laughs> Long Tao. Something like that. The Long bloody Tao. temple. The monks of the temple. They took Long Tao Temple. They can't. They can't besmeet us on pronunciation. We're new here. But the scorpions were in. Were were in their tower, or in their temple. Yeah, obviously they don't know they, that. Yeah, obviously the monks have learned through the ancient ways how to control those scorpions. And their dad, their dad knew that we were going to go kill them. Well, yeah. Uh, obviously, they had a thing against his family. They killed his, his wife first. Now they want her, his daughter. All right. I still feel like this is going to pose, pose a few weird questions, but... Well, we'll find out what those questions are and answer them best to our ability. <sighs> lead, it, lead the way, darling. See if you get lead confused, just count your toes. Lead the way, darling. Oh, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I get confused counting my toes. <laughs> oh, good. So I'll go to approach the first guard we get to when we get into the town. Sure. And look for, um, basically I'm going to ask where is, you know, uh, the leader. I can't remember his name. And, uh, hey, what can I do for you? Have you Some first accent I can think have, of. Have, have, <laughs> <laughs> say, that, say that again. Hey, what can I do for you? Uh, I'm looking for. Lord Sorensen. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Sorensen, Elric would be up in his. Uh, well, I need him now. I've been traveling for the last. Why are you telling po- me? I'm trying to fix the glass. Uh, you're not a guard. Yes, I'm. What? A guard. Look at look at my outfit. They <laughs> go right up to his face and go, "Go get your boss." I need you to get him now. I'm tired. I've been walking all day. Get your ass moving. This is involving his daughter. You're gonna have to make an intimidation check. Oh, I'm gonna punch him in the nuts. <laughs> oh, okay, making it. Uh, um, just make, yeah, making an attack roll. Oh, uh, that's a two. <laughs> so he's wearing glass armor, <laughs> and yeah. you go to Bam! Well, then, that would probably hurt a little bit, didn't it? All right. Uh, uh, my uh, turn. My, my turn. I'm going to go running into the building. Like, uh, you're, not, you're not quite at the palace yet. We're not at the palace yet? Yeah. Oh. What's your name? Uh, Oliver. Well, Oliver, when shit hits the fan, it's going to be your head on that wall outside. And I walk right past him. Jesus, what an angry bitch. He's going to try to punch him in the nuts, too. Oh. <laughs> he, he thinks right. it's a greeting. Okay. Uh, 18. 18. <laughs> <laughs> lifts, him, lifts him off the ground. <laughs> Do you want damage on that? Yeah, yeah. Roll damage. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Four points of damage. Yeah, he like you nut him hard, and he just hits the ground, and he he's like he's like muttering something in what sounds like Irish or something. You know, he's just like, I fucking visit us to get the tour. I don't know. Have a good I day. Just try and put some glass in. 
This is literally Milo. Milo's just beating himself laughing. I'm just going to pat him on the back. Poor just... guard just trying to do his job. Vader has no respect for the guards here. Come, come on, Easy. Come on, let's, let's, let's go. Did I do right, Vera? <laughs> you did good. You did just fine. You did fine. <laughs> but yeah, as I approached the the actual castle, as mm-hmm. I'm drawing closer, and you know, we've been walking all day, I'm just going to charge an Eldritch Blast and literally blast out a window. Jeez, okay. <laughs> um, can anybody see where the source of that? Uh, probably. I don't care about getting attention. I want him to come out here. Okay. Um, yeah, you shatter it. And uh, two of the guards out front uh, come charging out towards uh, the three of you uh, and but hold, you can, up, hold yeah, up their shields uh, and their swords. I was like, get your fucking boss. You got to recognize me. I sat here killing goblins all day. What's the meaning of destroying that window? We've been fixing these damn things all day. How about you get your ass up there and fix it for Shut us? Shut the fuck up. His daughter's gone missing. Kaylin's gone missing. What the fuck did I just say? Now, would you get him? I'm fucking tired of him walking all day through the desert. It's terrible. The monks took him. Took her. (sighs) Make a deception check. And I'm I'm crying. I want to hurt him so badly right now. (laughs) 13. 13 does it. I was thinking 10, so. Um, He looks over at the other one. Hey, Rowan, go get Elric. Please, it's an emergency. What happened? And you can see him calling other guards. He's like... And waving them over. Uh, I'm two not going to repeat myself. I've been walking for the last, I don't even know how many hours. I just want a father and a husband, or a husband-to-be, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Get them both here now. Uh, it's not long before Elric comes out. He's kind of in like his night robe, uh, like slippers and stuff. Yeah. What's the meaning of this? Do I punch him in the nuts? No, no. No, no. you do not <laughs> punch him in the nuts, but that damn Oliver by the gate, one fucking solid man of a glod. Oliver's a good man. He puts in a damn fine window. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ask a question. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be able to have kids anymore, though. <laughs> My gods here said that Kaylin's uh, missing. What's going on? Yeah. Kaylin told us the monks were gone, that it was abandoned, the, the temple. That's right. Yeah, well, I guess she was wrong. Seems like those monks there had some type of vengeful vendetta against your family. I don't know. They was right pissed. They took Kaylin hostage. They wanted to kill her until she promised them money. What about the glass scorpions? Uh, we managed to kill one or two on the way in. I don't know about how many are out there. And these monks have Kaylin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. And how come p- you didn't deal with the monks if you can kill some scorpions? We, we, Should have been easy work. We tried. Do you notice we're not missing a couple, or we're missing a couple people? We managed to get out. I had to leave my brother in that pit to tell you and warn you. Now, are you going to try and help me here, or are you just going to ask me questions all day? Yeah, I'm going to throw her hair to the floor. They gave me this to tell you that will mean business. Make a deception roll with advantage. Uh, That would be a 22. Ooh, boy. What What must we do? She promised them. Well, they asked for money, I guess, uh, under hard times since whatever happened to the temple. She said that she had a dowry. Hmm. We gave them what gold we had. They said we'd come back for for you. But they want you to come alone. Monks that want gold? This doesn't sound like monks at all. Well. I wonder if... Maybe someone's behind it. I don't know. But don't really matter. Your daughter's over there. And I had a plan on the way here. Very well. Somebody get me some fucking water, though. I want two of my men with me. 
you can take your men with you if you want. But they said to come back alone. Well, they, they, he, they can stand out at the entrance. If they hear anything, they're, they're instructed to come in. You do what you want. It's your daughter's life in the mind. My thought is that me and my friend here, we have some magic. Once we get a little bit of a rest, we can go invisible. Come with you. See if we can help out. How long do you need here to rest up? Not long. Not long. A little bit of water. Maybe a ride. Horse or something. I can arrange that. The quicker we can get there, the better. Well, please, come inside. We're standing outside here. And he, he leads you into the house, back into that room that uh, he sat you down before. I look around for random cannonballs and boulders. <laughs> it's, it's mostly cleaned up, but... Um, yeah, so he, he goes up and uh, some maids bring you water and supplies. and I take a moment to drink it and basically throw the rest over my face and cool off because we've been walking in the desert for four hours. Yeah, Are we yeah. going to actually like spend the night and get a full night's no, rest? we not spending the night. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. My guards have the horses out front. Now, like I said, it's your choice about your guards out front. They said to us that they watched us come into the temple, waited for us to lay a trap. I feel like they're going to see us coming if we come in force. Hmm. Now, we handled many of those goblins. My brother, I hope you're still alive in that temple, but we had to leave. We band together. We can work this out. I think they better come. If it's a matter of them being seen, I'll tell them to hang back until we're inside. Well, all right. You get them to hang back. They'll hang back. Don't you worry about them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast suggestions on them. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, he's a commoner. You could probably yeah. do that. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna su- suggest, just you need to do this alone. Leave your men here. Uh, is it con save? Con, uh, wisdom save. Will. Yeah, wisdom. It's a uh, wisdom save of twelve. Eleven. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so you're saying what? So, um, that you need to do this alone. Leave your men here. Okay. So he's talking to you, and then he's like, you know, kind of shakes his head. He's like, you know what? You're right on. Uh, on second thought here, I don't want to put uh, Caitlin's life at risk. They better stay back. Could have more goblins, too, and that's two some of my best men. You, th- you three think you can handle it, though, yeah? Oh, oh yeah, we can handle it. I promise you on my life that your daughter will return back here. Well, let's ride. We got two steeds out front. All right. You okay doubling up? Sure, just as long as you keep your hands to yourself. You want to ride with me, no Vera? <laughs> I do not. No. No, you can ride with Uzi. Please ride with me. You're what? I was going to carry the horse. With me on top of it. got one on his shoulder. We're in a hurry. We're ready. Usi, throw me up there. Usi's going to throw him up there. When we get about 20 minutes out from the temple, we should ditch the horses, approach on foot. Very well. So he hops up onto the horse and he's waiting for you guys. Do you get up and ride off? Yeah. Okay, uh, and he, he looks back at his guards and he says, if we're not back by sunup, I want everybody in that temple. And you'd see the, the group of guards like, yes, sir, like slam their swords down. Yeah. Let's be off then. I don't know the way. You must lead. I'll lead him back the way that Caitlin showed us. Okay. Uh, so you guys head out through the yeah. desert again and uh, make your way back into this temple. Uh, he has uh, a huge leather satchel on his back, uh, clinking while he rides. <coughs> yeah. And uh, you'd assume to have roughly uh, 524 gold or 425 gold in it. Okay. okay. Is that how much I said? 452. 452. 
roughly 452 golden. <laughs> um, and it's not long before you have the Langta Temple in your sights. still sunken where yeah, it was yeah. before. You're going to have to climb in there. All right, we best leave our horses here and approach quietly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me and my friends will disappear, but we'll be alongside you. You're going to have to help me down that hole first. I mean, this, we're talking about a big fat guy here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. We've got a rope set up. Okay. I'll climb down first. Milo, you follow behind after him? Yep. I'll help him down bit by bit. Okay. Done. Okay. So he, he hops off the horse, and uh, there's nothing to tie it up to. So I, I think he probably ties them together, like yeah. the, the reins, and mm-hmm. uh, heads down after you guys. Um, and it's not like you, you the, collect, the group of you... Milo. Go invisible and in case head someone into comes the... up from behind us. Yeah, I'm gonna hand you my dagger. I've actually. Nice. Uh, he goes. He go, he, or uh, he, she goes. She goes to hand me. I'm just. I like literally just kind of like open up my uh, my little clothing. Oh, like, Where did you get those pamperikas? I'm good. I'm good. Just never needed to use them yet. Uh, I hug. I hug, not kill. Where's Lucy <laughs> right now? Um, is he climbing down the rope? Yep. Yeah. So I was gonna climb down first to make sure it's safe. Is is so it went it, it went uh, Vera Milo and then um, um, Elric. Elric. No, it was Vera Ira, Elric me the new yeah. Um, and then uh, did we tie the rope off at the top? How far is the how far is the fall? Uh, it's about twenty feet. Okay. So Lucy will just climb down after him. Okay, sure. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I'll climb down first, um, and then it's dark down there if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, yes, right. it is. So, um, yeah, I was going to tell him that I was going to climb down, basically cast invisibility once I get down there, mm-hmm. and then um, then wait for him. Okay, yeah, but yeah. But instead of invisibility, right I'm going to cast darkness. Oh. Which basically casts, shrouds this area in darkness anyways. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Um, the whole area? Well, the, I think it's 20 feet around. Right, right. So he climbs down, and he's like, I can't, I can't see. Dude, I need light. Give me a second. I'll let one off for you. I'll say in a whisper as I kind of walk around him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay, go ahead. That's my last. Can you see now? No, it's still pitch black and you can feel him fumbling around. I might have a torch here. No, no, don't light anything up. Seems my magic's working just fine. He can't see a thing, but I can see all right. Don't worry, I'll lead you. They can't see you now. You can see through this darkness. A gift. Very well. He, he can, like, see him like you see him, and he's, like, kind of reaching out, like, as if you're standing in, like, a pitch-black closet, and he's trying to, like, touch something. He's like, hold my hand. I'm, I'm just too disoriented yeah, for this. Yeah, take this, and I'm going to, like, literally just throw him a piece of rope. Okay. And, like, kind of lead him by the rope. It. Okay. It's like a, ta- it's like a, cha- it's like a, a tango line I'm going to grab onto the back of his shoulders. <laughs> well, if you stay with, like, 20 feet back. Oh, yeah, that's true. Then I can see. That's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, he, he, you guide him in there. He follows you. Okay, so I'll just start making my way in, um, just as it's darkness, and just see around if I can see, you know, my brother or anybody. Because I think it, I, I'm trying to remember the temple layout. I remember we headed down past the big jade statue, mm-hmm. and then and then you went down the uh, walkway into the um, big circular room, which yeah. was the uh, the elements, right? Yeah, the elements and like that big sand garden. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where Derek uh, parked himself. Just I th- it was in that room. In the elements yeah. room, right? Yeah, like in the center. So he would be in this room. When you see me, I'm there, laying on the floor with my legs crossed, ignoring. Kalen. Kalen. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. As as we approach, I'll, I'll just kind of just say quietly. All right. Now be quiet. I'll try and talk to them first. I I see you have her right now. Just 
put your weapons down. We got your gold. He's with us. Just just don't drop onto the pit, all right? I can't hear anything. I can hear you. I can't hear anything else. The monks are quiet. Derek's going to hold his sword up. Yeah. Like six inches from the floor and just let it drop. And you see it, like, you see him jump. And he's like, what was that? Well, they dropped a weapon. Well, the one that was around one of my friend's throats. Good, good. And he, he takes off the gold and he's like, tell him, here's, here's the gold. I want, I want to feel Kalen first, though. All right. Pervert. But I'm going to say. I want to hold Kalen's hand. <laughs> yeah. Know. I'll take the gold satchel. Walk with me. Okay. She's up at the steps here. One step after another. Be careful. I'm going to start leading her up towards that pit and that lightning altar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. She's just right here, right in front of you. Just got to reach out. Okay. And he reaches. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what was it? 3d6 lightning damage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 16 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> So, yeah, he follows you guys up there. He only has 80. He's a commoner. <laughs> wow. And uh, goes up there, and you see him, like, in the black, this pitch black, reach out to touch this. And then same thing, like, this lightning just, like, comes sailing around the top of the uh, the altar there. And just, like, and the same, you see him get the same reaction, uh, that same jolt that you had. You were able to withstand most of it. Yeah. Uh, but it just, like, fills his body and like he just goes like complete rigor mortis and like collapses right over top of this uh the big bowl like he's laying right on top of it now i just spell my darkness okay <laughs> Der- derek wow. will go running up behind him and look down at his body and say oh well that's unfortunate i'm sure that was just a tragic accident i, I really don't know what happened he, he was here one second i told him that his just just to come up the stairs and i, I don't know well, it's not your fault, Vera. I'm sure you did your best to protect him. I had the rope. I was trying to lead him around. It's right here yeah. on the floor. Caitlin walks up, <clears throat> and she's looking. And uh, she, you can see, like, a bit of a sour look on her face. You know, it was sort of like um, a tiny bit of regret. But then she, like, straightens up a bit. She's like, well, we have a deal then. How am I... What, how can we be sure that your brother here isn't going to rat out to Richard? Well, my brother doesn't really like Richard too much. Not well, anymore. that's not true. Uh, you still love that fool? Well, I mean... He broke your heart, and now he's sleeping with her. That man has a nice ass, i got to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> she high-fives you. <laughs> Derek, now there's lots of fish in the sea. And now we've got the money, uh, money for you just to buy one. Well, a fish? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> that seems weird. It was a cruel trick, the, what the monks played on your father, but we, we managed to kill them all and get you home safe, and that's what I promised to do. All the gods heard me telling everyone that I'd promised to bring you home alive. Understood. Well, then. Then she takes the gold from her father's dead body. Oh, I had it in my Oh, hands. you already had it, and, well, I imagine she tossed it to you. Yeah. Or looks at it and approves of it, and she's like, well... You're all paid up. Good. Well, I guess we might as well leave him here. He can collect some uh, energy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she, like, uh, she goes to walk down the steps and turns around. She's like, ah. And goes back up there and starts rummaging through his pocket and pulls out a piece of paper and sticks it in her jacket. Now, what's that? The the rights to the land of Ketitora. Father keeps it on him all the time. Cool. That's plenty foolish walking in a trap like he did to bring the rights of the city with him. 
told you, not the brightest man. Well, I'm glad you're smarter. I think it was time we head back home, though. We have a little girl to save, and we've already wasted enough time with this little errand, I say as I chink the gold in my hand. <laughs> oh, I agree to that. Yeah. And I'm going to actually split up the gold evenly across everybody so it doesn't actually make too much of an impression. Like, you know, if I'm walking out this giant sack. Yeah, a huge sack of, <laughs> yeah. sack of gold. Cool, how much would that be divided by seven? I don't know. Someone uh, use their calculator. So how much <laughs> by gold six, is it? 452 divided by seven. Divided by seven is... Hang on, 65. let me take off my socks. 65. Why 65. seven? Six, you mean? Six. I, I don't know. He he has some range, weird thoughts, yeah. But uh, it's yeah, it would be six. It's by six. You can give the DMs some gold. I thought it was by six. Okay, 450 divided well, by six. Well, we're, we're not... Oh, yeah, Eston isn't here. No, so that includes Aston. Aston does meet count, get his yeah. share. I'll hold on to it for so him. So it's 75. So Vera takes a, her time to hand out roughly 75 gold to everybody uh, and just keeps a bit for Eston until she sees him again. Yeah, I'll just put it right here in my <laughs> belongings. <laughs> well, that's my nice you, sister. Well, Where did he go? He always seems to be disappearing. He told me I had an and run. Aaron, like a Costco shopping trip? Well, something like that. <laughs> I don't that. know what Costco is. <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll find him back at Mama Faye's. Before we head back to Mama Faye's there, now I could use a proper rest. Once we get back to Ketatora, and I'm sure I'd love to rest, have a rest myself as well, but I'd rather bed in the stinking sand. Damn no, right. that's fair enough. Let's go and have a drink. I ain't staying here either. You can stay here if you want. <coughs> no, no. Please, let's go. And I before we leave, I'm going to lean over the body and just go, and that's for looking at my ass when we left your town the first time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who looked at your ass, sister? Nothing. All right. I punched someone in the nuts. <laughs> yes, you did. You can punch him again on the way in if you see him. That seems acceptable. Okay, so you guys pack up all your stuff uh, and head out. And uh, you go through the, uh, that room with the sand pit. I keep forgetting the name of it. The Zen Garden. I remembered. Yeah. The Sand Zen Garden. And you make your way up uh, the steps towards the entrance. And when you came in here, there wasn't anything there. But now you see, hear some noises. It, it doesn't sound like they're trying to be quiet by any means. It's kind of like quite um, what you'd imagine to be the, the sound of goblins, actually. And as you approach and come into the light, um, you see actually quite a few small, rather injured goblins. And behind them is a uh, rather tall-looking figure, uh, sleazy-looking fellow. And standing next to him is a smaller goblin, uh, or bigger than the other ones, kind of holding a, a familiar bag that says turnip on it. And he looks at the group of you and says, well, well, well. Looks like you did the uh, errand for me. And that's where we're going to end. Oh, oh. oh, I was already getting my spells ready. Fuck, son of a bitch. Oh. Turn up. Oh, turn up on this. Is this sleazy? Who is this? I, when he said sleazy fellow, I'm thinking. Leave Shadow. Yeah,